Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Wednesday here in Sin City. Welcome to Wager Talk on the Sports Grid TV Network. Welcome to Zumo viewers on Channel 719. Welcome to those of you listening on the iHeartRadio Network and all of our podcast outlets. This is your Sports Central for betters. Over the course of the next hour, Ralph Michaels at CalSportsLV and myself at Teddy Unisort Covers on Twitter. We'll break down the first college football rankings, NBA comebacks, line movers in four sports, big game breakdowns across the board, and how a pro deals with a really rough night. Stay tuned. This show is loaded. Let's start with hot topics of the day, and that is the college football playoff rankings. And I'll tell you what, Ralph, this is not and shouldn't be the lead story for this show, but it is. Because everybody's talking about it, Clemson's ranked number five in the rank in their first college football playoff rankings, which means exactly nothing. It's the first week of November. These games won't be decided until the second week of December. But everyone, what does Clemson need to do? Disrespect this, that, and the other. From a point spread perspective, is there anything to be gained by any of this stuff from the college football rankings or? Is this for the fans and the better should be leaving this alone? You know, I would say the top six teams, absolutely not. They win, they're in. You know, uh, Penn State's going to play Ohio State, LSU's playing Alabama. It doesn't matter. Clemson's rankings are relevant when, when teams ahead of you are playing each other. So why it's even discussion is ludicrous. I think there is some value down the road when you look at those rankings. Let me give you an example. Boise last week against San Jose State got a first down. They were up by three with a minute to go. A three-point win at San Jose State does not look good as a 17-point favorite. He ran that ball in and didn't take a knee when he could have taken two knees and the game was over. When you have teams that are playing for the group of five top spot, I think points matter, and depending on where you rank. And I also think teams like Oklahoma that are on the outside looking in would score that extra touchdown if they have the opportunity. That's an excellent point, Ralph. I agree wholeheartedly with that assessment. And it's part of the reason why I think I've talked myself out of Iowa State against Oklahoma this week. Although, I don't know if I've officially talked my way out of that play. We'll talk about that one later in the show. Bigger story than the college football initial rankings. Who is Evander Kane stiff in the Cosmo? We get to make fun of an NHL player today. Kane, of course, in Vegas when the, for the uh, Western Conference Finals last year. Went to the Cosmo, took out a marker, and then another one, and then ended up with eight markers for a half a million bucks. This is the guy with a $49 million deal. And now he's not paying it. Uh, it's a gambling story, gosh darn it. An NHL player from a rival uh, not paying his bill. It goes to court, the casino wins. I mean, when he's taking a marker out, for those that don't know, you are signing a marker, and that is a check to be drawn on your bank. So, again, it's an issue that's going to get settled in court. He'll end up paying. I mean, many times the casinos, if you take a big loss, people don't know this either. They rebate you some money, so they may negotiate for 400000 or whatever the price is. But, you know, he signed the legal document, so it'll get taken care of. Again, not worth talking about. Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. It happens in Vegas more often than you think. Let's talk some betting stories. B, 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 B. Bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books from last night. And look, I'll give College Hoops credit. They do it right. One versus two, three versus four on opening night. The dogs were barking. The unders were barking as the four top teams in College Hoops all saw the national stage last night, uh, Ralph. It did. Uh, you know, quality teams. Uh, we we briefly touched on it yesterday. Yes, they want to win those games, but it's more important that they are looking at what their teams, what they need to do their, with their teams to get ready for March. Uh, you know, overall, I didn't see much of a difference in the three-point rate, but one day you can't tell with the three-point line getting moved back. But you know, uh, the most interesting thing to me, and I was afraid to handicap any of them, was the ACC actually starting and playing an entire round robin of games last night and tonight. Uh, the ACC went from 18 games to 20 games. And uh, to me, that's the most difficult situation with day one of college basketball, playing an actual conference game right off, right out of the start. Yeah, we'll break down some ACC action a little bit later in the show. But let's talk college football. Heck, it's November. We're going to go from college hoops to NBA to NHL to, uh, to college football to NFL. That's the way it works at this time of year. The busiest month of the year for sports bettors. So let's talk a little weeknight action last night. Again, just like in college hoops, we saw the dogs coming through. A pair of thrillers, two dogs. But in this case, two games that snuck over the total action worth watching last night. It was a lot of fun. It was. And, and, you know, if people watched yesterday, they did well. I said I leaned both dogs. You said you liked the over in the Western Michigan game. So it, it worked out well. The Mac is, you know, for those not following, the Mac is really down this year. I mean, we, we had Toledo and Western Michigan expected to be much higher. They've come back to the pack. And the MAC right now, to me, is the worst conference in football. But doesn't mean when you get two MAC teams playing each other, you don't have competitive games. Oh, I'll take Conference USA as the worst uh, conference. Uh, I'll take the MAC over CUSA in a New York minute, my friend. You really think the MAC's worse than CUSA this year? Yeah, I, well, you you look at the top teams. You know, CUSA has more bottom teams where the MAC has Akron. But, you know, as far as your top-ranked teams, there's multiple teams in CUSA that I think would be favored over, you know, who's number one in the MAC right now? Western Michigan? Yeah, that's a good question. It's the top where the MAC is, is, is weak. But I, I look at the MAC as being very mediocre this year. I don't look at it being way down. CUSA is like there's so many bottom feeders, one after the next. Uh, when, I, when I average my power ratings, they come out to the lowest. Uh, in uh, college football. NBA comebacks last night. Wild. The Lakers don't cover. The Hornets and the Hawks do. It was most assuredly a night for in-game betting NBA. If you were taking the teams that were way down, you cash some nice money line tickets as well as tickets plus the points. When we come back, Ralph and I are going to talk line movers, four different sports. Stay tuned. Wait, your talk continues.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome back to Wager Talk. Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels breaking down the world of sports and sports betting for you on this Wednesday. And Ralph, you had a question about NBA in-game betting. Let's start there before we get into line movers. Eddie, I do. And we left the last, you know, we, we, we flew through that last part in your last statement. I think it's an important statement and I want our viewers to learn from it because you do play NBA in-game. You know, you talked about the Lakers were down, what, 13 or 14 going into the fourth quarter. Charlotte at home was down 14. Both of those teams ended up winning. Do you look at the NBA and do you look the better team's going to make that fourth quarter run? And is it, if it's a game you're watching and you're seeing the flow and they start to make a little run, do you jump on those situations for live betting? Is that something our viewers can look at? And just walk us through that process real quick because, you know, in-game is where our viewers are going to make the most money. Sure. Uh, okay. So in answer to your question, it's not necessarily the better team. What I'm looking to do when I'm betting NBA in-game is I'm looking for a plus price on one team and then a plus price on the other team. So I'm always betting right after that timeout where the coach calls timeout. The other team just went on the 10 nothing run, and now they're down 14. And that's the team that I'm backing. And I'm backing them at a plus price uh, and uh, plus the points. And I'll look to back them on the money line. And then at another point in the game, when the other team has just gone on their 10 nothing run and the other coach has just called timeout, I'll do the exact same thing for the other side. So my whole NBA live betting strategy 
get both teams at a plus price, your sweat's over. It's just a matter of finding the right opportunities within the game to do that. And that's not always easy. The only way you do that is trial and error, practice and fail, practice and succeed. You don't get it right every time. I don't get it right every time, but I get it right often enough to make it worth my while. Speaking of NBA, let's talk about a big line move. It's a total move. The Wizards and the Pacers total got steamed up five points. We've seen a little bit of buyback now on the under uh, over the course of the last half hour, 45 minutes or so. But both teams, second of back-to-back, or the uh, Pacers second of back-to-backs, the Wizards not playing a whole lot of defense. Indiana's offensive fishing was fantastic last night in Charlotte. They were fouling on every possession, <laughs> and they ended up blowing that big lead. But this is the total that the total getting steamed up here makes sense, giving the Pacers pace and the Wizards defensive weaknesses. In college hoops, we're seeing wise guy money on Purdue against Wisconsin Green Bay tonight. Ralph, what's your take on the Boilermakers as big chalk getting bigger against the Phoenix from Green Bay? Yeah, you know, it's a game where I lean I lean with them. I, you know, uh, Purdue's in a situation where, you know, you're going, you know, you're playing. They're not a little brother, but they are a little brother. For those that follow the horizon in the Big Ten, they play each other so much. They recruit those same areas. So to me, Purdue pays a little more attention to this matchup than they would some others. So I, I think they do cash the money, and I do believe the line move is the right move. Yeah, Purdue has been a fairly good, bigger favorite in recent seasons. The market's respecting their blowout ability. From a total standpoint, we're seeing under money pouring in. UCLA, Long Beach State. This is one that I was surprised to see under money. Long Beach State certainly hasn't been an under team in recent seasons. But the market's expecting the Bruins to slow the pace or play some defense this season. What's your take? on the under steam between UCLA and Long Beach State in college hoops this evening. I completely understand why the money's going where it is. I mean, if you followed Cronin at Cincinnati, I mean, he has one of the slowest-paced teams there is with a defense that plays intense. It's just how long is it going to get him? I mean, you know, this was his dream job. He said, hey, I'm leaving Cincinnati. I think he was there 13 years. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So, Again, it's one of those wait and things sees. Yes, I completely understand the move, but getting a defense to play shutdown defense normally takes into January. I mean, best example I can give you is look at Syracuse. They play the same zone every year, same coach they've had forever. But yet, every time they have a new team, they struggle learning that zone with the new place people in place in November and December. And come March, they are the shutdown defense in the country. And that makes a ton of sense, Ralph, where you're talking about, yeah, in theory, UCLA is supposed to be much lower scoring this year. Let's actually see it <laughs> before we bet it. I fully understand that. I'm not one that goes nuts uh, when the college hoop season starts. It's an ease-in process uh, for me. But certainly there's a lot of stuff out there that bettors appear to be very interested in uh, on the college basketball betting board again today much like yesterday. We're talking line movers right here. Let's talk some change of favorites. There's three of them worth talking about. One in the NFL on Thursday and then two in the college ranks. We'll start in the NFL. Change of favorites. The Raiders opened the chalk. The Chargers are now road favorites. 
Oakland, injury concerns on the offensive line. The center, Rodney Hudson, uh, the tackle, Trent Brown, were both limited in practice. That's got to be a concern against L.A.'s pass rush. And the betting markets looking at the Chargers, they went 7-1 and one and 6-2 and two down the stretch in 2017 and 2018. They've just won two in a row. The markets expecting, perhaps, a second-half turnaround from the Chargers once again this year. What's your take on the line move between the uh, Raiders and the Chargers in this Thursday night NFL Divisional Showdown? I understand it, uh, but I don't agree with it. You know, the question is, was the L.A. Chargers good or was it Green Bay bad? If you think it's the Chargers good, you agree with the line move. If you think it's the Packers bad, you don't. But I will say this, and I've mentioned this many times, if there's an established center out for a team and he's out that first game, I will never play on that team and will often play against them. That's how strong I feel about a center who misses a game who had been playing every game up until that point in time. Sure, and Rodney Hudson is a really good NFL center. We don't know if he's not going to play. He was limited in practice. The fact that he was practicing has to be considered a positive sign. All that being said, and I'm with you on the Chargers. All right, they have back-to-back wins. I was like, oh, this is what L.A. does over the back half of the season. The first win came on a missed field goal, you know, and it wasn't even a hard field goal. It was a Bears field goal. Was it a 40-yarder or 41? And then last week, the win coming against a team that flat-out didn't show up and said after the game, hey, we didn't show up. I'm not viewing that as a buy sign on L.A. Change of favorites in the Big Ten. Purdue, Northwestern. Someone's got to be favored, I guess. And uh, we've seen a whole lot of money coming for the Wildcats. The market said Purdue can't be laying on the road. Uh, The last eight games, Northwestern hasn't topped 290 yards. I don't know how they could be a favorite. I, I, a Purdue team went and beat Nebraska. I have no problems backing Purdue in this game. Don't understand who's on Northwestern. Yeah, the money's uh, coming against the Boilermakers. So if you like Purdue, you'll get a better number now than you did earlier in the week. Change of favorites, more college football. Arizona State, USC. The Trojans actually came out favored in this game. Not anymore as they travel down to the desert on Saturday night. This line move, I agree with. Uh, you know, looking at the way the teams are and the current the current form of the team and uh, the uh, being in the heads of the teams, I much prefer the Arizona State side here. Yeah, of course, the Arizona State coming off back-to-back losses and a bye. In theory, it should be a bet on spot for a squad against what looks like a potentially vulnerable foe. College football, how high is it going to go? This is a game we touched on in the opener, saying I kind of talked myself out of Iowa State because there's reason for Oklahoma to punch in that late touchdown, just like Boise did last week. And I was watching that game thinking the exact same thing you were, Ralph, late night on Saturday night. These coaches will punch in that extra TD. Sooners now up to 14.5, despite the fact they have not done well. <laughs> Iowa State in recent years, certainly not from a point spread perspective. I don't agree with this move. Uh, I think people people automatically think that you lose a game and you bounce back. And, you know, we've done some TNA on Tuesdays and we've shown that's not the fact. When a team loses its first game, it's not a positive to play on for a bounce back. It's a bubble burst and they struggle that next game out. 
Yeah, I'm not excited. I certainly wouldn't lay it with Oklahoma in this ballgame, but uh, I, I lean Iowa State. I haven't pulled the trigger yet, and I may not before kickoff. When we come back, big game breakdowns. Four sports to talk about. Stay tuned right here on Wager Talk. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, G-R-I-D, FanDuel.com slash grid. Well, you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. It's a free bet of up to 500 bucks when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports. And you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions reply. apply. See a website for details. Big game breakdown time, Ralph. And let's start in college hoops where there's some more marquee matchups tonight. How about we'll start with the orange in Syracuse at the Syracuse in Syracuse at the Carrier Dome. Virginia road chalk minus three total of 123. The Cavs, well, they accomplished some goals last year. Syracuse, not so much. What's your take 
on the first ACC game of the season between Virginia and Syracuse. You know, both are, are, are coming back very bear-wise as far as returning starters go with one main starter back on each. But Syracuse comes back with significantly more playing time. You know, in fact, they return 45% of their minutes against 25% for Virginia. And then you add in Syracuse last year at home against Virginia, had, I believe, an 18 or a 20-point lead at halftime and ended up blowing that lead in probably their worst half of basketball they ever played. Uh, you know, I always look to fade against uh, the team with the bullseye on the back, and that, of course, is Virginia. So uh, I think Syracuse plus the points at home is a bargain. This is the game. I did not get to the window yet. This is my the next game that I would have gotten to the window with, and I still may end up talking myself into playing this game before tip-off. Yeah, last game out is what I like to call it. You're like, last one on the list, just underneath the cut, and a lot of times you end up making a play on that right before tip-off, or if you get an extra half point somewhere along the line or something like that. Ralph says, look at the orange as home dogs this evening. Ohio State, minus five and a half. Total 142 and a half against Cincinnati. The Bearcats with a new coach, the Buckeyes. Marcus don't seem too excited about them today. We've seen at least the early money come for the Cincinnati Bearcats. I think people are, are counting on Cincinnati. They have the best player on the court, uh, you know, in Jaron Cumberland. Not that the Buckeyes, you know, don't have players that could are going to challenge for the Big Ten Conference player. Uh, but I love Chris Holtman. I mean, he came in here in his first year, got 25 wins. No one was expecting it. Got rid of a couple NBA players to the draft. Still got 20 wins out of him last time. And, yeah, they only returned three starters, but they had one of the top recruiting classes, the top in the Big Ten from some sources, which is something Ohio State's never had. And then you add in a transfer. Oh, yeah, this transfer was a five-star recruited Florida State, and he took Florida State to the Elite Eight. So you now have a junior sitting there who learned the system last year who, who has been a proven factor. Cincinnati, again, what we talked about 13 or 14 years without Cronin. They are completely changing their schemes on offense and on defense. Quality coach coming from Northern Kentucky. But, I mean, I have Ohio State as the better team at home in a very tough home setting, laying, you know, just a few points more than I give them for home court edge. This is the best bet of mine. I released it to my customers, and I bet it as well. I like your enthusiasm. The Buckeyes minus the points against the Bearcats. Tonight, that one of Ralph's, you know, we talk a lot about opinions and leans. This is something that Ralph took money out of his pocket to bet at the betting window and advise his clients to do the same. Ohio State minus the points. Let's talk a little NBA for tonight. Two TV games to talk about. And we're going to see a lot of the Golden State Warriors on national TV this year. They've been the glamour franchise in the NBA for the better part of the, well, what, five, six years now. Um, not this year. And they're on all kinds of TV games. You look at the schedule, they're on all over the place on every network, whether it's ESPN or TNT or NBA, whatever it is, uh, NBA TV. There'll be a lot of Warriors games on TVs, which is going to give betters many chances to go against Golden State. The markets certainly aren't looking as the Warriors. And they, they know the big win the other night with Eric Pascal and, uh, you know, uh, Channing MVP uh, for a guy who's seven games into his rookie season. Um, but 
there's very little interest in the betting markets on Golden State right now. All that said, Ralph, the Houston Rockets, not an easy team to lay points with. They have been an ATS disaster area coming into the campaign. They're not playing any defense, and they're being asked to win by 15, now up to 15 and a half. The Rockets' money at least trickling in, not sharp money on Houston. Lots of square money on the Rockets tonight. Hit. Teddy, let me ask you about, you know, if Milwaukee's playing the Clippers in the NBA Finals, I don't think anyone would be surprised. As a casual fan, and I said I really haven't gotten into the NBA yet, I'm actually surprised Milwaukee is a six-point road favorite. Are the Clippers resting someone, or is that really what your numbers show that they should be? Of course the Clippers are resting someone. It's Kawhi. And there's only one guy that's got to be the This line last night was Pick'em LA minus one. Kawhi being out. As, and I, and so uh, I had a buddy that said, hey, you know, Kawhi's sitting there. I got a text. He's like, you better bet, better bet it now. Better bet it now. This is you know, at 11 o'clock at night or something. Uh, he's like, there's one line over at the South Point. Go, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the info was out fairly early. The markets didn't have that info, and uh, it trickled in. It didn't, uh, and I. And so we asked me, how much is Kawhi worth? I said Kawhi's probably worth four, four and a half, maybe five points. The markets have now moved at six, six and a half, seven points for Kawhi's absence. We've only seen the clips with one game without Kawhi Leonard so far, and that was at Utah, and they were no show in that game. They did not perform well. Um, they missed their leader, and the markets are saying that that's the only sample size. Here's your one-game sample size. And the markets are saying, well, without Kawhi, we saw a no-show last time, and it's just been a nonstop Milwaukee money. Now, look, the Bucks are playing out of their minds right now. They played really well. And from a power rating standpoint, this is my number one team versus my number two team, but my number two team is missing uh, their best player. Uh, and, of course, they play in the second night of back-to-back tomorrow. This is all about... Load management. Uh, you know, back in the day, people would always rest the second night of back-to-backs. Kawhi's been resting on the first, and of course, the national TV game against a marquee opponent. And we'll hear all the talking heads talk about all these NBA players today. Blah, 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 blah. Bottom line, from a betting standpoint, I wouldn't be surprised if the Clips show up tonight. They had that no-show in Utah without Kawhi. They show up tonight. Who knows? Maybe the capable of winning this game in outright upset fashion. Let's talk college football for Wednesday, Ralph. The Bobcats and the Red Hawks, Ohio U versus Miami O. Ohio laying seven at home, total of 54. And they've been the popular side among betters today, despite the fact that this weeknight action has been fairly dog-centric. And Miami O has played their best football of the season in recent weeks. They have gotten better since September. Just a reminder to our viewers, uh, you know, we, we talk about these localized rivalries and people know about Auburn and Alabama and Ohio State, Michigan. Well, that's Miami and Ohio if you live in the Buckeye State. So fierce rivals, that has me leaning with the dog tonight. The problem is this, you know, at the beginning of the year, I looked at my opening power ratings. I probably would add this game 13. I had Ohio as the best team. So they played poorly against Louisiana, poorly against Marshall. And then Buffalo, they eked out a win and they got outgained. Northern Illinois, they lost and they beat Kent State and Ball. So I think I, I, you know, I I lean Miami tonight, 
But I think Ohio's getting on one of those runs where they can knock out Western Michigan next week and then just roll over Bowling Green and Akron moving forward. Yeah, and we've seen Frank Solich's teams have success over the back half of the campaign. They're like the L.A. Chargers in that regard. Uh, they consistently play their best football in November. We're seeing some of that in the market with the market support for Ohio U tonight. Last year, that game decided by two points. Uh, that was at Miami O. Let's talk a little college football. Lots of big games to talk about, including a team that had a huge win last week, Miami of Florida. Big win over Florida State. Heck, they got the other team's coach fired after the game. Well, they're laying six, total of 51, against a Louisville team that just pulled an upset of their own over Virginia and then had a bye week to get themselves refocused. Can Louisville hang tough with the Canes down in Miami? Minus six, 51. Louisville, Florida State went to the wire. Louisville beat Boston College. Louisville beat Wake Forest. I love Scott Satterfield. Again, best hire of any Power 5 team. Miami is the team that shoots themselves in the foot. One of the most penalized teams. There's no way in the world I'm going to lay points with Miami. Grabbing them points with Miami is a different story. Eileen Louisville. Exactly. Miami with back-to-back straight-up wins as underdogs this week. It's a very different role. I could have used this in line movers. I thought we wanted to discuss it a little bit more, so I put it here. That would be Notre Dame against Duke. The Fighting Irish opened six. They got bet right away up to eight on the road at Duke. Total of 51 and a half. Notre Dame's looked bad two weeks in a row, but Duke is not a team that a lot of people trust to step up in class. What's your take on the Irish and the Blue Devils? Quick note for our viewers. We talk about getting the best of the line and not betting a bad line. This is an instance where my power rating still has Notre Dame favored by more. I still may bet Notre Dame, even though it went from six to eight, because I think it's going to move more. I understand the Notre Dame performance against Virginia Tech coming off USC and Michigan. I think Duke is a fake team. They've beat up on some teams that they should have beaten on, but against physical foes, they're going to get outmanned, and I think it's a Notre Dame blowout. We've got more big game breakdowns when Wager Talk continues. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You can follow me on Twitter at Teddy underscore covers. You can follow Ralph on Twitter at Cal Sports LV. Forget about us for a minute. Let's talk about Sports Grid TV. All right. YouTube and Instagram. Follow them right now. End of story. End of argument. You're going to get clips. You're going to get shows. You're going to get notifications. You're going to get it on your phone. All the things you want from Sports Grid TV. Again, Sports Grid TV on YouTube and on Instagram. Get on the grid. Let's continue with college football for just a minute here as we continue with our big game breakdowns, Ralph, because there's two games with undefeated teams laying, well, one's a home dog, one's laying points in the road, and another one where they're laying a short price on the road. That, of course, being Penn State, minus seven, total of 47 against Minnesota, a Gophers team that's been favored in every game this season. Now, home dogs to the Nittany Lions who are coming on like a freight train down the stretch. And Baylor, minus two and a half, total 48 and a half at TCU. The Baylor team, much like Minnesota, the markets are saying, yeah, you're undefeated, but we don't care all that much. You're not that good. What's your take on these two games in particular? Both fascinating showdowns. Penn State, minus seven at Minnesota. I'm looking at the dog in that one. Baylor. Minus two and a half at TCU. That's one I'm not likely to get involved with. What about you, Ralph? The two mar- two more marquee college football matchups for Saturday. I am clearly on the Minnesota side. I actually bet the game already, Teddy. And I look at Minnesota and I look at Penn State. And Penn State's been a good bully. And they you know, they won their early games 79-7 and 45-13 and 59-0. And that's why your season-to-date stats look so good. But, you know, I'm actually going to prefer a team like Minnesota that trailed against South Dakota State in the fourth quarter and came back, trailed against Fresno in the fourth quarter, came back. Georgia Southern, you know, needed a last score to win that game and only won by three. It's a team that learned how to win early. It's a team with P.J. Fleck. They've gone six and one against the spread against AP top 10 teams, which they're facing. And I clearly think you have a defensive dog, you know, on the Penn State side. You want to talk about brutal 
you go to Iowa, you, you then you host Michigan on a whiteout, then you go to Michigan State in crappy weather, and now you're going to Minnesota. Your offense in, against your three best defenses, 294 yards, 283 yards, 302 yards. So you're averaging about 290 yards your last three games. You're playing a defense allowing 3.1 yards per carry, allowing 55% completions. I don't think Penn State can get enough margin to, to win and cover. I like Minnesota in that game. Sure, and of course, when you talk about trends and angles, Ralph, your research second to none. What do we have on trends and angles when it comes to undefeated teams week 10 or later leaving the friendly confines of their home field? Again, there's pressure. We saw Baylor last week. I believe last Thursday night they played West Virginia. West Virginia was never not going to cover that game. Baylor's starting to feel pressure. Listen, you're Baylor and you're, you're Penn State. Even Minnesota at home. I mean, all these teams have pressure. Being a dog's a little different. The alumni saying we can win out, we can go to the playoffs. Your 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 family's telling you that, your friends are telling you that, teammates are saying that, and you have pressure. So when you have an undefeated team from week 10 on or later, and they're an away dog or a favorite of up to minus 13, they've gone 11 and 21 against the spread. That goes back since 2015. The percentage is about the same. It deteriorates a little, but it's been a positive 60 plus percent play even the last decade and a half to play it so this week those fades are penn state baylor and lsu and i'm by no means going to bet against penn state baylor and lsu for those reasons but the logic is clearly there when you're handicapping the game listen baylor's playing a team against tcu that's playing very well has nothing to lose is probably disappointed to where they are baylor has the pressure of being a, a team that is is now in the role of in, in prior to this, the last two weeks, they were the hunter. Now they're the hunted. It's a big difference when you go. I actually lean for Baylor to lose to TCU, but I've been wrong on Baylor twice looking to play against them earlier. So it's going to be a just a light opinion, not going to the window to fade the Bears. Fair enough. But the teams to fade, again, that system, which is 21 and 11. That is 65.6% since 2015 says you bet against Penn State, you bet against Baylor, you bet against LSU this week. I will be betting against Penn State with you. I will not be betting against LSU. We'll talk about that game on tomorrow's show. All right, so I grew up in New York, and then I went to school in Michigan. So I have legit Midwest bonafides. Uh, bonafides. I lived in the, uh, Michigan for more than a decade uh, before I moved out to Las Vegas. Ralph, you're Midwest through and through before you moved to Vegas. You're an Ohio guy, and your team, the Cleveland Browns, cost me money last week. They've cost everybody money all year, and they have one of the more head-scratching NFL point spreads this weekend. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills are three-point underdogs at Cleveland, the two-and-six Browns who shoot themselves in the foot every single week. Of course, the combined record of the opponents for the six wins the Bills have this season, is 5-36. and 36. Their best win came against a one-win team. Now they got to face the two-win Browns. Cleveland, minus three, total of 40. Uh, you know, let's ask Danny, our producer, uh, if you remember what I said about the Miami Hurricanes, 
an inept offense that struggles in their red zone, one of the teams with the worst amount of penalties because they're not composed. They continue to make mistakes and shoot themselves to the foot. Well, that's the Cleveland Browns, period. They're the exact same team as the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, you had a player give a death threat on Twitter. What do you do? You got to cut him. He's losing the team. You're seeing you're seeing quality people not being put in the right positions. I don't understand why the Bills are a dog. Bills are 7-0 and as a dog. If you want the definition of a defensive dog, this is the position. Perhaps the Browns are favored because Vegas took so much money. They were the most bet team besides the Chicago Bears on all their futures. Perhaps those lines are tainted because of that. That's the only reason I could think of. But, hey, if the wise guys aren't betting them down and it's still three, I, I don't, I'm at a loss, Teddy. So I'm going to throw it back to you to make some sense to this line before we move on to the next game. The concept is that Buffalo hasn't beaten anyone. That's why the Browns are laying three. And while last week's game was a circle the wagons game for Cleveland, they lost it. They were one play away from winning that game. They're not that far away. Baker's just got to play better. And the markets are saying that he has a chance to play better this week. Not with my money. But I can understand why the line is where it is. Although this is one of those lines that for a casual fan, you look at this line, you go, what the heck are they doing? It's about spots and it's about strength of schedules. Worth noting, Browns haven't faced a whole lot of easy games yet. Bills haven't faced a whole lot of hard ones. We've seen money on this game as well. The Teddy, money for Cleveland, uh, Buffalo. Teddy, I've, the wise I've guys got, are I've got Cleveland. I'm sorry, go I've got to come back. I've got to re come back rebut. and get one more rebuttal. My apologies. What I would say about the Bills is this, and I'm not condoning betting the Bills because, again, the Browns have burned me both ways. You know, we talked about their schedule and, and who they've beaten, but their only losses are to New England and Philadelphia. So you can also say, hey, they really haven't lost to anyone. It's not like you were upset. I mean, they're 7-0 as a dog. They're our defensive dog. So when you say they haven't, when you say look at the strength of schedule, you can only you can only play who you're scheduled against. And if you lost to two teams that, you know, were, were likely two of the best teams in the league, it's not that bad. But let's move on. I want to ask you about Tampa Bay and Arizona. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are four and a half, a total of 51 and a half. Arizona's a team that has some wins. Uh, but again, they're a team that hasn't beaten anybody. Your take on the Bucs and the Cardinals. So my first reaction to this game is, Tampa can't be laying four and a half. Heck, Tampa can't. They were open up. They were laying six. Tampa can't be laying six. Tampa can't be laying five and a half. Tampa can't be laying four and a half. If you watch the Bucs, and, and the last two weeks have been really rough for Tampa Bay. They were probably the better team in both games. They lost them both. They didn't cover a spread in either one. Some of it's turnovers. You know, certainly the first game <laughs> in Tennessee, that was turnovers. Uh, that was red zone failures, um, which has been a consistent problem for the Bucs. Last week was a defense that got gassed. They had five rookies on the field in the second half playing defense in that game. Five rookies for the Bucs. So we say, hey, we love Todd Bowles. They're doing a heck of a job. The personnel isn't there right now for Tampa Bay. So for me, it's Arizona or pass a priori. All right. I'm not looking to lay uh, more than a field goal with a Bucs team. that, And they were exhausted after that loss. The defense was gassed. Last week, they were on the field for the entire second half and then overtime, um, which is a big concern. The problem, of course, is that Arizona's defense is worse and the Cardinals have their own red zone issues. You know, I was like, I leaned over. I'm like, no, these are, you know, they, they, they could settle for field goals. We've seen Kingsbury be very willing to settle for field goals, which 
You don't mind with your road underdog in a bigger point spread range. You know, when I'm catching 10, I want my team to take field goals all day. I want my dog to take field goals. Not when I'm catching four and a half. Um, so I worry about Arizona's red zone, and I really worry about that defense. That's not a good defense. But if I had to play the game, I could only look at the Arizona side plus the points. I pretty much talked myself out of the over. I think I've I've asked you this at least once in each of the last three weeks. Which is the worst of two evils, Teddy? Of course, the Giants and the Jets share a stadium. So would you like to lay two points with the Giants? Or would you like to only take two points with the Jets? The totals 43 in the Battle of New York. Oh, I bet the Jets. I have the Jets in my pocket. I have the Jets on the money line in my pocket. The Jets are the better of these two teams. I don't necessarily think it's that close. Listen to who the Jets have played this year. Buffalo, Cleveland, New England, Philly, Dallas, New England, Jacksonville. And then last week they played a bad game at Miami. All right. Every other one of those teams plays defense. Every one of them. Giants don't play no defense. All right. Say what you want about the G-Man and Barkley and all this. Right? The Giants don't play defense. They haven't all year. They're not going to. The personnel isn't there. The pass rush isn't there. The play in the secondary isn't there. They're not forcing turnovers. There's nothing to like about the Giants defense. And when you look at all of those elite defenses, not just good ones, really good ones, game after game, week after week, the Jets have played quality defenses last week you hit the low point no question they stunk up the joint giants stuck up the joint every bit as much on monday night football but everyone's not freaking out because it wasn't the dolphins look headline here was jets minus one and a half now they're plus two and a half what's different nothing yeah easy play no question jets are in my pocket jets on the money line are absolutely a play that is not a hold your nose and bet it the jets are the better team catching points the New Orleans Saints power ratings are going like this. The Atlanta Falcons power ratings are going like that. We now have a 13-point line between the Saints and the Falcons, a total of 51 and a half. Any interest in this dog? So, you know, no. <laughs> and you're supposed to be interested, you know, when the the bad teams off the bye tend to be better bets. And the NFL is not like in college basketball, really hard to make money with very bad teams. In college football, really hard to make money with very bad teams. In the NFL, the Miami Dolphins have covered every game for the last month. You know, you can make money with bad teams like the Atlanta Falcons when the effort is there and when the point spread uh, and the markets have overreacted. And less than two touchdowns, do I trust Atlanta to hang tough? I do not. Do I think that they've saved their season because their coach is coming back after the bye week and they've had some time to get away from one another? I do not. Defensively, there was a lot of quit in the Falcons. I'm not convinced that has changed. And New Orleans, they played a bunch of close games. This isn't their point spread range, but they're not a team I'm excited about stepping in front of. When we come back, Ralph and I are going to talk about getting our butts kicked last night. How to deal with it, how to come back the next day, 
try to make a profit as opposed to letting it spiral. Stay tuned right here on Wager. NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Here in the home stretch of Wager Talk on the Sports Grid TV network. And Ralph, one thing that we do on this show is we tell the truth. We're not about to blow smoke up people's butts. It's all about honesty, integrity, and professionalism. And both of us have been in this business a long time. I had a lousy night last night. Your night was worse than mine. How do we deal with that when it comes to college basketball, with NBA, with all this stuff going on in November, when you have a bad night? And the key is, this is so key, take a breath, take your five minutes, take an hour, do whatever you want. You want to scream at someone, go scream at someone, do what you want to do. But get your mind clear before you get back into the process again. Might take five minutes, might take an hour, might take overnight. But before you sit down, after you just got your butt kicked, before you sit down to handicap, get this clear. Agree or disagree, Ralph? Can't agree more, Teddy, and I'm going to use a sports analogy. How many times do we talk about a football game where you blow a lead or something happens, and we talk about one loss costing you two? Well, the same thing can handicap if you carry over that attitude. And listen, if it's me having a bad day betting, it doesn't mean shit. 
what what's negative and why I am dying inside and is because I take every loss personally that my customers played. So, you know, it was the start of college basketball. I had a lot of new customers. And for those that follow me on Twitter, or for those that don't look at Cal Sports LV, I actually put a letter out to my customers. That's how bad I felt. So two different perspectives. You know, we're used to it. Having a having an over day happens. But when you have new customers that don't know what you're made of and they're getting your plays and playing them, it's an entirely different thing. But again, I'm going to go back to that sports analogy. Don't let one loss cost you two. Don't let one losing night cost you multiple losing nights. Yeah, my old friend Rob Vino had a great thought. He says, a handicapper's got to be like an NFL starting cornerback. No short-term memory whatsoever. Whatever happened yesterday is gone. You know, you just got burned for a touchdown on the last play. Guess what? The next play, you better be ready. And as a handicapper, some days you win, some days you lose. That's inevitable. What is not inevitable is how you respond to it. And I encourage you, if you had a bad night last night, take a breath, watch Wager Talk, and keep yourself in full focus for this evening. Best of luck. Enjoy the games. Ralph and I will be back tomorrow right here on Wager Talk.